is up, guys? Welcome to the second podcast for Horror Nights Updaters. I am Mr. Horror Nights. Dr. Aaron Brown, one. Deadly Fear, one, two, eight, three. Jeremy Films. HHN Assassin. Crazy Englishman. Redfield TV. <laughs> and Dude, I don't even use that anymore. <laughs> I do. He prefers to go by his actual name. Harambe. His God-given name. <laughs> Welcome right. to the long-awaited second podcast. We haven't done a podcast like in a while, so it's been it's been a it's been a bit. It's great to be back. Um, today we are going to talk about the lineup for Orlando, as well as the, the VR experience and Hollywood's lineup, and the recently announced Terratram as well, and give our thoughts about you know uh, what we want. In the houses, our expectations are most anticipated, least anticipated, and whatnot. So, start off with Orlando. Nine houses this year, five scare zones, two shows. As for the nine houses, we have Tomb of the Ancients, uh, original houses first. Tomb of the Ancients. Uh, what was the chance house again? I forgot. Lunatics <laughs> uh, Asylum 3D. Lunatics Asylum 3D. Um, Ghost Town. Uh, the light, the the curse, curse of, lightning. of lightning. the curse of lightning. Something, um, lightning gold, <laughs> lightning gold. Oh my go. god, Angel! What? It's a long ass name, man. <laughs> Read it on the website, dude. I don't have a website on me, man. Um, <laughs> Ghost Town, the curse of lightning gulch, which is technically a reboot and sequel of the original Ghost House. Um, Ghost Town. Town. my first house. Cool. Ghost Town, Angel. Ghost Town. Ghost Town. Excuse me, Ghost Town. Um, and as for all the IP houses, we have the recently announced American Horror Story, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Halloween 2, uh, a.k.a. Halloween Hell Comes to Haddonfield, The Walking Dead, The Exorcist, and Krampus. Did I get every single one? I think so. Sweet. Yeah. And our five scare zones are Survive or Die. Mm, apocalypse. <laughs> Gotta love that title. Um, Dead Man's Wharf. Uh, Chance in Hell. Bear uh, of the Banshees and Bear yes. 55. Thank you. And the two shows, Bill and Ted, of course, and um, what was the Academy other one? Mon- Academy, Mon- Academy, Academy of Villains. Mon- Academy, Academy of Villains. Academy of Villains. House of Fear. I almost said Monsters Academy. <laughs> and our icon for this year is Chance. If no one, if anyone was living under a rock. Anyhow, gentlemen, most anticipated house list. Who do you got? Kane. Oh, okay. Well, most inti- most anticipated uh, would have to be Tomb of the Ancients for obvious reasons. But I would have to go with... Uh, I'm really excited for Krampus this year. I don't know why, because I very much enjoyed the film. It wasn't the best film, but it was just... There's something about it that's really enjoyable, about a dark Christmas. It's fun. It's a fun film. Mm-hmm. Very fun film. Uh, American Horror Story. That's... I feel like all the uh, variety in the seasons would make a good mega house. It makes sense. And Chance's house sounds a bit interesting uh, as a theater kind of guy. And, and it's a 3D house, correct? So yes. The, 3D the, houses are always fun. The cool thing about, you know, hopefully with Chance's house going with that theater route, I really do hope 
in some form the facade or there's an entire room devoted to like a, an auditorium because yeah i'm i'm a theater freak as well kane is and keegan is and that you know just to see that finally at horror nights that'd be such a cool thing yep and uh at least anticipated uh it's the walking dead mostly because it's repeat <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, that's my list pretty much. Sweet. Oh, and actually, Texas Chainsaw. Uh, I'm excited for that because of how gory it's going to be. And Haddonfield, uh, Revenge of Haddonfield, Haddonfield, whatever it is, <laughs> Revenge of Haddonfield. Hell, hell, hell comes to Haddonfield. Hell comes to Haddonfield. Uh, I'm excited for that house because. I loved the Halloween house back in 2014. That was probably one of my favorite houses of all time. So it'd be good to go back to Haddonfield. Yeah. I'm done. What about Exorcist and uh, Exorcist? Ghost that's Town. that's kind of like a. I feel like I'm gonna have an appreciation for that house just because it took so long to get to be able to do it. Mm -hmm. And with there's probably gonna be so many effects going on in that house. And Mike Aiello, he, I, I'm glad he said it's not just going to, you know, primarily take place in one room. It's not just going to be going through the house and it's the same room over and over again, just with something else happening. It's going to be disgusting. Uh, it's going to be demented. It's going to be neat. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, lastly, Ghost Town. Ghost Town. I'm really, I'm kind of hoping for a, pretty big strobe effect because like they said in the description it gives off the, the lightning and it reveals the scare actors so i'm hoping they time it they probably will they'll time it just as the lightning comes out is when the scare actors will come out and there's something about the strobe effects that makes people feel more vulnerable because uh, their eyes can't exactly detect in a fluid motion like where the actor is going so yeah yeah it throws them off and strobe effects are always dope so I'm excited for that house. I'm excited for all the houses uh, and what, in some capacity. And what would you say is your most hyped up scare zone for the for the event? Ooh, uh, probably Vamp Fifty Five. Really? I like the fifties aesthetic. Yeah, and uh, it's just gonna be a really cool scare zone. But uh. Survivor Die would probably have to be my next because the New York scare zone, with how big it is, it's probably the largest New York scare zone they've ever done. And that scare zone, I thought, has always been good at uh, having good atmosphere. Like uh, Apocalypse City of Cannibals is one of my all-time favorite scare zones. And that had amazing atmosphere in it. And then there's a kind of Saws and Steam and uh, Acid Assault. And Based on the construction updates, uh, there's going to be, I guess, projection mapping on the buildings again. Oh, so wow. that should be interesting to see uh, what's going on or what they're actually doing in that scare zone. So maybe we'll get like a very war-torn uh, New York street. Cool. All right. Keegan? Okay, so I'll just name off um, all nine houses and what I think. So my number one most anticipated is Tomb of the Ancients, uh, then Exorcist, American Horror Story, 
Texas Chainsaw, Halloween, Krampus, Ghost Town, Lunatics Playground, and then Walking Dead. And why I have Tomb of the Ancients at the top is because I'm really excited to see uh, how far they really go into exploring the ancient cultures of like they, it's Asian, Mayan, and Egyptian. So to see all those gods and how those settings will all blend into each other, I, I'm just really excited to see all that. I'm, I'm sure the sets are going to be awesome. And for example, there's one thing in ancient Egypt called the Ka, which is like believed to be, I think it's like believed to be like a second spirit or something. And they would, in the uh, pyramids, they would build shrines to them and they'd have like an entryway uh, for them to come through. So I, I hope they play around with that in the house. I just think that'd be really cool. I'm pretty sure we're going to get a Hades Gates of Rune uh, feel from this house. That would be cool. Yeah. I hope uh, yeah. we do. And if I could really see it being like uh, very tight and close quarters, hopefully we'll get to see. <laughs> God damn, it, Jeremy. <laughs> um, but we'll get to see um, maybe if people have gone into the tombs or the pyramids and stumbled upon a booby trap, and you see them, they've they've been attacked and all that kind of stuff. And then, yeah. But IP wise. Um, the Exorcist is my most anticipated because I'm I'm really interested to see how they're gonna utilize not just using one room and how they're gonna spread all that out through the house. And I just think it's gonna be really cool. It's gonna smell really gross, which is gonna disgust me. Mm. Yeah. That barf though. Yeah. <laughs> and then scare zones. Um it's kind of a tie between Vamp nineteen 19- 55 and Dead Man's Wharf uh, because I'm I'm really excited to hear or hopefully hear like 50s music throughout that area and to see the Greaser Vampires. I, I think that's a really cool mix. Um, and then in Dead Man's Wharf, uh, I hope we get to see like mutations with people and fish type kind of stuff. Um, and I just think the fog with that ship is going to look really cool. Awesome. Uh, Vic? Well, for IPs, I would have to say my most anticipated is most likely Krampus. Uh, mostly because I really enjoyed the film and I like anything Michael Doherty does, especially with his um, practical effects. And I can't wait to see if they have puppets in this maze and uh, how they're going to pull them off. Um, other than that, uh, American Horror Story, I think it's going to be a really cool house. Of course, The Exorcist um, should be interesting when they, like like Mike said, you go through mattresses with like vomit on them and stuff. It's going to be really interesting to see how this maze turns out because of, you know, the one the one room setting in the, in the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, Texas Chainsaw, never really got to go through a Texas Chainsaw Massacre maze, so this is going to be awesome. And um, what else was the other IP? missing with the walking dead and oh halloween yeah like mccain said too 2014 that maze was amazing absolutely loved it can't wait to see what they do with it in the parade building i believe right yeah yeah uh especially then they got more room uh for and of course the walking dead um yeah there um (laughs) as for originals i'd have to say my most anticipated is ghost town um, uh, mainly because I like the mix that they're doing of 
the dead cowboys and you know i've never really been through uh an old west house before and i i really think this is gonna be a really cool experience and i really like i really like that old west setting uh second would probably have to be tomb of the ancients like like what keegan said it's just i hope they really do have a uh what was the name of that house the Hades one. I really hope that has Hades, a feeling because that, that house was re- yeah, that house was really cool. And I would probably put Chance's house at last, but I'm really interested in what they're gonna do, especially when in the description of how it said it it, it might turn, like the rooms might change somehow. I'm not sure how they're gonna pull that off, but uh, for scare zones, uh, Vamp Fifty Five and Dead Mor- Dead Man's Wharf, probably my two most anticipated. Uh, mainly because I love 50s music and like Keegan said too, the Greaser Vampires is an awesome, awesome mix and uh, Dead Man's Warfare. I love it because it gives me that John Carpenter's uh, The Fog vibe, which I really like and uh, I think once it gets dark out and they start pumping that fog through, it's going to look amazing. So, yep. Do you think with Ghost Town that they might, with the whole flash, the lightning flashing and kind of incorporating that dead exposure vibe they they could but i don't think it will work as good as it as it did in the sprung tent right because the sprung yep. tents can get really really dark okay because they tr- they tried it with um what was it uh 2010 hollow pass they tried it in there and it didn't the effect didn't really work as good as it did in the sprung tent yeah, the sprung tents, they have, like, no light in them whatsoever. Yep. So you have to, like, install lights when the Those, sound stages yeah. or the parade. They already have lights in there. Those lights that they had in Dead Exposure in 2008, like, it was so dark in there that literally when those things went off, you could not see. It, like, <laughs> you were basically blind. I think one thing that would be pretty cool if it's in Dead Man's Wharf, they have some sort of light going around, like, a lighthouse. That would be cool. Yeah, that would be, that would be a really cool effect. That, that's like the only I source think of about light. it. With the houseboats and, and you just like slowly see like you see the ship and then you see like all whatever. Pump the seagull sound and dude, they no, would be great if they pump some ocean smell too. No, the lighthouse is just broken because there's a white water dropping down. Yeah, that's a good point, Jeremy. The ship um, wrecked, so the lighthouse is broke. Damn it. I I can't shake the feeling that in Dead Man's Wharf they're just gonna be reusing Forsaken costumes because it looks like the fog and the fog is basically the Forsaken. The Forsaken, yep. So I don't I don't mind the Forsaken costumes. It'd be cool to see them out in person and just like mm-hmm. and, and the, uh, the the cool thing about the costumes as well, since their eyes glow, you can actually see the their green eyes glow. Eyes. Yeah, that'd be very ominous. In the Forsaken, that'd be great. That'd be great if they did glow. Because I, I remember in 2011, uh, yeah, they the, best part of, the best part of the costumes, but also the weakest part in that maze was it. They they glowed in the dark, but they give away their positions. It would be cool to have the lights glow and have fog outside. That'd be such a great moment and great feeling and vibe of the environment. See, the mm-hmm. thing with the glowing eyes is that they're they're basically contacts. That they put on the suit separately, like they're not connected to the suit at all. But I wish they could somehow, like the Forsaken or like in Dead Man's Warp, they are doing that. Uh, they could hit a button and their light 
lights would go off. That way they can Ooh. hide in the dark do easier. You, do you think that would work, though, in that scare zone? Especially if they have light? <sighs> not in the scare zone. Probably it's, not. I was going to say, because that, that glowing effect, I don't think would work. That's just what's not going to be, that'd be though. Just in a distant corner of the scare zone. I mean, if, if you if you had the fog going by the boat and you had someone in there and just had them standing there with the lights glowing, that would look pretty creepy. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Jeremy. Uh, my most anticipated house is Tomb of the Ancients. Uh, like everybody's been saying, just like the ancient, like Greek mythology, or not Greek, but like Egypt. It's just like, ter- it's like terrifying. So like I can't wait to see that. Um, my second most anticipated is Krampus, just because I really like that movie. It's terrifying. Like the, some of the characters are really scary. Like that clown that comes out of the. Um, yeah, like the attic scene. But uh, my third is Texas Chainsaw Massacre because I've never been through the house before, and Motherface is just a terrifying uh, person, anyways. So to see him in a house would just—I would probably run out of that house screaming. <laughs> so um, my fourth one is Ghost Town. Uh, like Victor said, uh, cowboys, dead cowboys, just sounds really interesting. Um, number five, what is number five? Uh, American Horror Story. I have been wanting this ever since I saw the first show, first season. Sorry. Um, just there's so many things that you can do. I'm kind of disappointed that not they're not using Asylum this uh, year, but uh, I'm hoping that. We'll have another American Horror Story house coming next year. Um, number six is uh, The Exorcist. Uh, I was really excited for this house when they first announced it, but now my hype has kind of gone down just because um, I think we've mentioned this a few times, but uh, just out of all of us in this group, but like it's only the movie's only based in one room, so. I think it's going to be kind of hard for them to make this house uh, kind of yeah. long. And- Dude, I think this is going to be like the 50-50 house. Like whether this is either yeah. going to be really good or it's going to be bad. Yeah. Honestly, I, I well, think Krampus would be that way too. Yeah, I can see well, for, uh, But you're gam- I think you're gambling more with the Exorcist though because yeah, Krampus, you had more rooms and you had creatures and you had yeah. different things you could do. But this one is just... This is like a shot in the dark. Yeah. You really only have two two characters that you can use. uh, Reagan and then uh, Pazuzu. Well, we have to to remember what Mike said in an interview. That there's going to be a scene where she's on like a mountain of mattresses. And like, I think that's where the spinning of head effect is going to be. And she's just going to be puking. So it sounds yeah, like they're yeah. they're <laughs> gonna be adding they're gonna be adding stuff to the maze to make it their own, but also stay true to the movie. Watch what's gonna happen is you're gonna walk through the room and it's just one big screen, and puke is gonna go onto the screen, and then a water effect is gonna come at you. <laughs> oh my god! You're I, the thing the is best. with this is if if they don't use puppets and they use static props. That's what could really kill the house, but I, I don't I don't think they'll do that though. I I think they're obviously they're smart enough to realize that puppets are the way to go with that. Yeah. Um, the American werewolf man. 
Yeah. That was really cool. And the Xenomorphs, too. My, I, I'm just, I'm really hoping to see the Dirk Clown puppet. That, uh, what, the Jack in the Box Clown? Yeah. yeah. Like, if, so... I, if I go into, like, the living room and you just see him clapping in the middle, I'm going to fold out of there. <laughs> oh, dude, <laughs> I out. hope the gingerbread men are in there, too. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, I'm... Shooting at us I'm with not, a honestly, nail little... gun? And it's just yeah. pressurized air? It feels like oh. they're shooting it by you. Dude, oh, oh kind of like God. how in Evil Dead, when they did it, they had the yeah. air pressure. But... I could see them doing that. Yeah, it's just going to yeah. feel like the nails are going by you. Yeah. They have a oh. vent through hole with the clown yeah. coming out. That'll scare the shit out of me. Not my buttons! Not my buttons! Freaking clown, man. <laughs> anyway, go, go ahead, Jeremy. Continue, man. Yeah, keep going, man. So, Sorry about that. all right, number seven, Chance. Uh, this house, to me, I think might not do too well. I mean, I'm interested to see how like they change it because I know Mike mentioned like uh, I think it was Mike in the blog post. He said like the the scenes would change, so that sounds pretty. That's interesting. yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I was wondering about too. But yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's chance. I'm I'm excited to see the house, but. Um, I guess I can, I'll mention this, like all the houses this year, none of them, I'm like, oh my God, this is terrible. Why is this like here? Yeah. All these houses mm-hmm. here I'm really hyped for. Um, so yeah, I mean, Chance is just, you know, I'm still excited for it. But um, number eight is Halloween. I know this is a big surprise, but um, Halloween is my favorite movie. But um, in the end, we just had Michael Myers at the event. So them bringing it back just kind of like, scares me a little bit because i mean when they do another house so close you know from the last time they did it just it may not be the best um because they when they did american war from london two years in a row not two years in a row but uh they brought it back last year yeah but it was basically the same though it was the exact same yeah this is this is different it takes place in a hospital i'm going in with an open mind but i'm kind of worried but uh, and then at the bottom of my list, unfortunately, is The Walking Dead. Um, I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> oh, uh, scare zones. Uh, number one, Dead Man's Wharf. I'm really, really excited to see this scare zone. Um, if you walk through it now, you'll see a boat. Uh, it's a half of a boat, but I'm whatever. <laughs> they tried. Um, and then. <laughs> Uh, they have like a just. A, I think that scare zone is going to be beautiful at night and everything. Um, Survivor Die. That scare zone looks amazing. I think it's going to be kind of similar to Acid Assault, um, but the buildings crumbling down. Hopefully, that'd be really cool. Uh, number three, Vamp, nineteen fifty-five. Uh, I think what everybody said previously. Uh, just like the whole fifties theme really is really cool. Um, number. S- uh, four Banshee's Lair. Uh, I'm kind of scared for this scare zone because each year when this uh, location is used, uh, Central Park, it's n- like really just like really uh, it's a cluster kind of in there, um, and it's always like a similar scare zone like every year. Mm-hmm. It's just like a forest or something. Just give me the pumpkins and the trees, and we're all set. Yeah. I really like last year's Evil Root. Evil Root. Yeah, Evil Root. Yeah, but um, but number five. I think that one. Wait, go ahead. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I think that one actually won Scare Zone of the Year last year. Really? Yeah, it was a good one. Um, yeah. That was a beautiful Scare Zone. I liked, uh, what was last year? I liked uh, those 
icons in Arizona. I really like that. Oh, uh, yeah. Cool. Um, number five, oh, shit. Uh, A Chance in Hell for me is on the bottom of my list, but I'm still excited for it. Um, but yeah, so there's my list. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Next. I guess that's I guess that's me. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Yeah, I I I'm gonna be the odd one out and talk about Hollywood because I'm not going to work <laughs> here. Um so I guess I mean my number one scare zone is the purge because I don't have much of a choice <laughs> after that. Um, so I might as well get that one out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so for my number one maze, it's Krampus. Um, ever since it got announced, it's just been the top of my list of wants for Horror Nights. Um, Michael, like, I think it was big said, like, Michael Doherty is one of my favorite modern horror directors, and I love Trick or Treat, and I love Krampus. It was fun, it was a good nod to the 80s kind of horror films, and I can't wait to see the one of the main things I'm actually most excited is not necessarily the creatures and that, but because Hollywood has only had one snow maze in the past and it just, we're so used to like this industrial mm-hmm. kind of environment and we've not really had anything like a snow maze apart from the thing back in 2011. So very excited to see that. Uh, second maze would be Halloween two. Halloween two is one of my all time favorite horror movie sequels. And the fact that it takes place in the hospital with Michael Myers is is really creepy. Um, can't wait. I'm a, well, me and John are just flipping over this like super super, <laughs> like just spazzing out as we speak. <laughs> but um, it's John. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I have John's list as well. I need, I gotta get to that. But keep going. Um, third maze would be American Horror Story. I love the show. Um, I'm a little disappointed that they're not doing Asylum. No idea why they're doing Hotel over Asylum. (laughs) (laughs) To me, it's the weakest of of the seasons, and Asylum was so good. I would have loved to have seen Bloody Face in a maze. That would have been terrifying. uh, I don't know why. They've got their reasons, and hopefully if they do a sequel maze, they have it. the fourth maze would be Freddy versus Jason. Orlando already had it. Um, I'm very excited as a Jason fan to finally see these two come together in one maze. Uh, oh my god! I, I'm literally like again. I, I want to reiterate like all these mazes, even though they're in an order, they're not. I'm. I think was it you, Jeremy, that said like there's not one maze that really hasn't got me going. Eh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I feel the same. This year, I mean, probably the best year. And so, Freddy versus Jason, can't wait. Um, now, five and six are a little bit tied. Uh, I've got Texas Chainsaw Massacre as number five. Um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre has always been a great maze. Um, the 2012 one was a little bit off, but it still had some moments and it's still quite scary. Wasn't that 2013, if I'm not mistaken? No, no, it was 2012. So okay. was the Lord. All right, I yeah. goofed up. Continue. Um, yeah, yeah, so we've had the original maze, and I'm happy Orlando's getting the original maze, but we're getting a sequel maze, so that should be quite exciting. Like, as Murdy puts it, it's a, basically the unfilmed sequel to the first film. 
Isn't it called Blood Brothers? I yeah. love, I love that you're getting chopped top in there. Oh yeah, I know. I'm like, oh, I can just picture him in the maze, as I uh, just going completely berserk, kind of picking his metal plate, just like, <laughs> what are you doing? You running to the maze? <laughs> just like totally spazzing out the maze at you. So no, Texas, Texas is I'm really excited for. Now I've got number six as the Exorcist, but I mean with the Exorcist, um, it's either damned if you do, damned if you don't, and <laughs> Like, <laughs> I, I just, love that. I excuse the unexcusable pun. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the um, the Exorcist. <laughs> now I love the film, but I'm still on the fence of how it's going to work as a maze. And I think this might be if it fails, it's going to be like one of those where just because you think it will work as a maze doesn't mean it will. And so. And that's not any like non faith over like John or Mike, but I, I'm until I see it in person, I'm gonna hold my breath. I'm like, just go in. Um, and the Terra Tram, looking forward to that. So that's basically Hollywood in a nutshell. Is Aaron in here? Yeah, I am. Yeah. Okay, give us your Hollywood list. I haven't really thought about what I'm most excited for. Uh, I do you want to wait? Do you want to wait off a bit, or what? No, 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 no. I'll just, I'll just say, say it off the top of my head. I think maybe The Exorcist. I'm mostly excited for, just because it's really interesting. <laughs> From what Murdy and Mike Aiello have talked about, like how trying to trying to transfer a movie that primarily takes place in one room and trying to expand that into a five minute haunted attraction, like that's. That's kind of ridiculous to me, but then again, I'm not uncreative, so it's just really interesting to think about how they're going to expand on that concept of constantly going through one room. And like like you guys have mentioned before, Orlando has kind of said already they're going to take creative liberties with it, and which is cool. I, I don't know if I really like the direction they're going, just by word alone, I think... I think I appreciate that Murdy's trying to keep it like exactly like the film. Yeah. But uh, who knows? It, it can suck or it can be the scariest thing ever. I'm, I'm hoping it succeeds because if it does, it kind of opens the doors to quite a few other things. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm really excited to see how it turns out. But at the same time, I think we all kind of have that level of expectation. Yeah. And of course... And of course, who knows if Murdy and Mike will be able to live up to your own personal expectations for that IP, if that makes sense. Yeah. I wonder how many religious people are going to complain about it. John in that holy water? No, I mean, like, like legit, like, people are going to be like, this is Dude. really messed up, you know. Well, after The Exorcist, that's the one I'm most interested in. I don't know if I'm the most excited for, because, you know, it can, it can obviously turn out to be, like, the worst fucking idea ever. Excuse my language, but you know it's it's really ballsy trying to do a movie like that. Mm -hmm. uh, after that, I think Freddy versus Jason. Uh, I, I think mostly because Murdy has talked about how he's a huge fan of Wes Craven and all the work he's done, and it it really seems like 
like Murdy's kind of doing this more as a passion project and less of a, oh, we need to do this IP because it sells a lot of merchandise. Well, the front of the facade just says Craven on it, doesn't it? Yeah, that's that's really awesome. I love that. Nice tribute. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, see, stuff like that. If it was just something to make money out of, then it would probably be 1428 Elm Street. Yeah. But Murdy said, you know, let's make this original facade have this nice homage to Wes Craven, who unfortunately passed away recently, about a year ago. Has it been a year? Yeah, it's mm-hmm. been a year. It's almost been a year. Oh, geez. Yeah. Time flies, but uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. Both of them seem really enthusiastic about it. Even at Midsummer Scream, when they were talking about what they're going to do, just looking at the smiles on their face, just thinking, oh, just you wait, like you guys aren't ready. And uh, uh, I was about to say Hollywood. Orlando had alternating endings, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, pretty much, yeah. How, how did that work out? Did the set change, or was it just... Um, there's these two, it was kind of... I didn't really like the way they did it, to be honest. Yeah, it was kind of dumb. Because you, uh, like, the first room you'd go through, like, at the end, would be, uh, like, I think it was Jason's body hanging there. And sometimes there would be a Freddy when Freddy won, and sometimes there'd be a Jason. Or, like, sometimes there'd be a Freddy, sometimes there wouldn't be. And then the very next room would be Freddy, like, Freddy's dead body, and then Jason stabbing that. So it would so, and then, just be the same room, like the same set, just yeah. different actors. I think so, yeah, yeah. It was just the same set, different But room. then, yeah, and then as you exit the house, you either have a Freddy or Jason's character, or Freddy's t- holding Jason's mask, and then Jason was holding Freddy's head. For me, it was like always for some Jason. reason, Freddy, <laughs> yeah. for some reason, Roy's. for Freddy's, like, holding Jason's mask, they use Roy's mask. <laughs> the blue one. It made no sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But um, they ran out of time. Yeah, you you've all seen the <laughs> Midsummer Scream panel, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. So uh, from what John Murdy and Chris Williams were talking about, the entire set will change depending on who wins. That's a lot cooler. Yeah. So you're either going to be in, say, Camp Crystal Lake in that final room, or you're going to be in Freddy's poorly room, for example. Pretty cool. Which is which is pretty cool and. I'm I'm guessing Murdy's well aware that Orlando kind of had a one-sided thing going on. From what I remember, a lot of people were saying, oh, I just only saw Jason for, like, this night, but then I would see Freddy only for this night and stuff like that. So Murdy I- was nice enough to say, well, they're gonna, the ending is going to change every 45 minutes. So that pretty much change. every cast change. So that's nice. So they're changing every night, um, every every so often instead of every, like every cast change, the ending changes. Oh, that's that's awesome! It makes you want to do it multiple times too, which is great. Yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty cool that he let us know about that instead of us trying to figure out. All right, fuck, should I use my front of the line? Trying to figure out if the ending is yeah. different or not. But uh, let's see what's after that. I already forgot all the all the mazes. Um, <laughs> I've got Texas, a list. Did you Texas say American Horror Story? American Horror Story. Um, I think you would say I think it would be Krampus. Yeah. 
But again, that's one of those things that Keegan mentioned that if it's not puppets and it's just a lot of static figures and strobe lights, then that's not that's not scary. That's just kind of yeah. like, oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. There's, that there's a really point. detailed figure in the corner of that room. All right, I'm out of this maze. <laughs> Instead of having like a giant puppet coming after you. Well, like, no, it's um, showing that uh, they've got actual dark elf um, characters as well, like actual scare actors and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's gonna be cool. Uh, I'm I'm just specifically referring to you know Dirt Clown. Oh yeah, the yeah. Gingerbread Man, yeah. Krampus himself. But I'm well, I'm sure they're gonna go with puppets just because Murdy said they're going to the actual uh, FX company who made them for the film. Oh, Weta? Yeah, it's yeah. Weta work. I believe That's he said cool. that. I don't know. Have you guys, um, really quick, have you guys seen the Scare LA walkthrough of the maze that they did? Because they got to use the costumes and props from the film when they did a team up with Trick or Treat. And Der Clown was an actual guy in a suit that popped out of the wall. Mm -hmm. Oh my god. Oh, that doesn't fun. go that way. That clown. But yeah, yeah I'm, I'm really, really excited for that. The whole, you know, Dark Christmas, Krampus yeah. legend, stuff like that. Just that Christmas aesthetic is really exciting. Yeah. We don't really, we don't really get holiday stuff anymore in both coasts, to be honest. We hardly get Christmas stuff or even just classic Halloween themed haunted houses. So that's exciting. Um... I think after that would probably be American Horror Story. I'm I'm really skeptical of this house just because it kind of seems like they're only doing it to make money. Mike Murdy doesn't really say he's a fan of the show like everything else. He just kind of says, oh, you guys asked for it, so get ready. Mm. Yeah. So I don't know about that house. It could be cool. I don't know. I'm putting words in Murdy's mouth. I fucking suck. Um, <laughs> Texas Chainsaw I'm excited for I think yeah. the idea that this is a quote unquote original sequel that was never made is pretty it's pretty exciting uh, getting to go into Leatherface's room is going to be really creepy seeing all those dolls with the skin masks on them uh, I'm not I'm not ready for that house. It's going to smell bad, too. Because we all know Murdy loves his poop smells. Do you think it'll, uh, do you think it'll have a good chance to compare to the Texas Chainsaw house that you keep referring to, Aaron? Uh, the 2007 one? Yeah. Um, I don't know, actually. I think it could be a strong contender just because it's original. And one thing I really do pride John Murdy and Chris Williams for is that they're really good at figuring out what scares people. Like they, they don't just say, all right, we're going to have this big fucking guy with the chainsaw run out with some really loud chainsaw noises and then run back in his boot hole. Uh, something, something really cool last year in insidious, you would walk inside this hallway and I reference this a lot, but like it was oh. that good. That you, was walk inside, you walk inside this hallway and it, you're inside the Lambert house, right? From the first movie? Mm. 
and all of a sudden you would faintly hear the scratching noise from the red lipstick demon. You know which noise I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, You would hear kind of like that scraping noise and immediately all the walls would disappear and you're inside his lair. Like there's candles everywhere. Like it was a really cool effect. Like it happened almost immediately and stuff like that really scares people. Like stuff you really can't explain. Not not just explain, kind of figure out. Yeah, something like that. Cause when you go to when you go to Horror Nights a lot, I'm sure all of you are are like this as well. You see stuff and you think, Oh, that's cool, but I know exactly how they did that. Yeah. 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 But like when you see an effect and you're like, oh, sh- oh my god, how did they how did they pull that off? That's scary to me because then I feel like what the heck, I'm actually in this location, this is actually happening. It's completely immersive. It, it was amazing. Yeah, it really sells the atmosphere. And I'm excited to see more of that stuff in Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. I know Murdy said that we're going to start off in the... I'm going to butcher this up, but is it, it's not a gas station, is it? It's like a, like a it's small a barbe- roadside. It's like a barbecue place, like roadside shop. Yeah, so that's going to be the facade, right? We're going to start yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah, so we're going to start there, and then we're going to take an underground tunnel, I believe, and you're yeah, going to be inside the house again. I think it, I think it actually the tunnel leads into Chop Top's bedroom, was it? I think that's what Murdy said. Yeah, you're, you're going to be in the house, you're going to be in his bedroom, then you're going to go inside Leatherface's bedroom. And uh, I don't know, I'm just excited to see what they do, just because they've done this so many times, and this is more original. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it for Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And it's in Waterworld, so that's cool too. That's a huge venue, by the way. We've never had that venue before. Not not in a Murdy's era of Halloween yeah. nights, anyway. Yeah, not from 2006 onwards. Yeah, so that should be cool. Um, what mazes are left? Uh, Halloween 2? Shit, I completely forgot about that. My god. Uh, I'm excited for it. I don't think I'm really hyped up. For the same reason Jeremy is, just because we already had it last year. And I understand it's a completely different movie and the sets will be completely different. But I think what Jeremy was trying to say and what I feel too is that since it's because since it's the same character, the types of scares will be exactly the same as the other house. It's just a man in a mask mm-hmm. with a knife. Like I hate Like to, it's it's like... just gonna be Michael Myers running out with a strobe light and then Ooh, spooky. And then he goes back in his boo hole. And that's what I'm afraid of. Just because I find that kind of... I don't want to say boring, but it's kind of redundant. Repetitive. Yeah. I hate saying that too, but it is repetitive. Like, yeah. Who knows? It could be It could be the best house and Murdy's like, hot losers, you underestimated. <laughs> I mean, I loved ability. our house in 24, but... Uh. Like yeah, I loved last year's house. Black walls aside, it was really cool. But uh, that facade though. But uh, yeah, right. The windows, window gate, hashtag window gate. But um, cow gate. 
You know, Jeremy. again, none of us are in creative. We don't know what Meredith's capable of, and we don't know what A and D is capable of. <laughs> so it could it could be good, but for now, I'm just like, eh, I don't know. It's there. I like how ours is in a parade building. Like that should be interesting. Yeah, hopefully SpongeBob's Yay. in there by accident. <laughs> but um, some guy walks out with a SpongeBob costume. That would be scary. <laughs> How'd he get it on? Hey, this is said that, um, Aaron, because literally last year I went with a group of like uh, some friends that have never been to Horror Nights, but they mm-hmm. like horror movies. And we went through right. the Halloween maze, and uh, we got out, and I was like, "Oh, dude, that was that was awesome!" And they're all like, "Eh, it was it, it was alright." Like, so it's interesting that it's like that maze kind of split down in terms of scares. Because it was literally just people just go jumping out, go with a knife, and then going back. And even even as a Halloween fan, like I enjoyed it because I love that film. Right. But for someone who's not as like hardcore into Halloween, it's just a guy in a mask with a knife that just comes out. I'll tell you it's true. The scariest thing in that entire maze was the pumpkin kid. Because I didn't see him. <laughs> the kids like, from literally. Halloween three that yeah, scared me too. Yeah. Thank God you I'm know, not the only one. It was the um, it was the laundry section. Like there was a Michael in there, but I did not see the or- <laughs> the guy standing behind the wall, and he scared me so bad because I didn't expect him. I saw Michael, but I didn't right. see him. Yeah, we so, had that same scene or something similar. Like the yeah. they would jump out of like the sheets. Trigger oh tree. yeah, trick or treat. Yeah, oh my God, that was a good scene. That was yeah, the the going in between the houses. Uh huh. And then right after that, like there was this really well hidden Michael Myers, and he got me so bad, so bad. <laughs> so yeah, I mean that's the thing a lot of people don't consider is that what we <clears throat> find scary, other people don't find scary, and what other people find scary, maybe we're like that's not scary, that's just kind of whatever. But I mean, when you go to the event for so long, you become desensitized to a lot of the tricks they have in their sleeve. And I'm just really excited to see overall what new stuff they bring to the table instead of some guy running out trying to scare you and that's it. Yeah. So I guess that's kind of why I feel like Halloween is going to fall into that, where it's it's just going to be Michael Myers running out, swinging his little, his little Did- knife. Did Murdy mention uh, if your ending would be similar to ours with like Makamara's on fire? Uh, he just out. said you can't kill the boogeyman. That's all he's saying. Okay, because I know our ending is going to be with Makamara's on fire, so that should be really cool. Oh, uh, I read, it, I it wouldn't surprise me if they use the same fire effect from the Walking Dead attraction, uh-huh. which looks amazing in person, by the way. Like, holy shit! Yeah, I like I how this of it, it looks about the actor. In person, it's nuts, dude. But, uh, yeah, the Walking Dead attraction. Uh, I'm excited for that, too. <laughs> Not as much, obviously, because I've been through it already. It's going to be cool seeing more walkers in there, because currently I think it's only 12 people, which isn't that yeah. much. The video didn't show that many scare actors when I watched it. Yeah, I think it's I think it's only 12 scare actors, including the dude who's shooting at them in the prison. Mm. But uh, yeah. it should it should be cool seeing more scare actors in there. Uh, that attraction's amazing. All the sets are great. I can't wait. Uh, what, this one. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's really cool. Uh, I wouldn't say the sets are as good as Orlando just because the buildings are smaller. Like, it's not a giant soundstage. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, overall, that attraction's really fun. And then, what's the last thing? Terry Tram, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm happy it has a story again. Yeah. That's pretty Bernie cool. It's Harry. not just Hollywood Harry or Harry Hollywood. One of the two. Hollywood Harry. It's Hollywood Harry? Yep. Yeah, it's Hollywood Harry. Harry Hollywood. <laughs> Harry. Harry Potter. Um, <laughs> Get off my tram. Is... Get off my tram, you bastard. <laughs> oh god but uh this is one thing i think david will understand is that having a story to tie in the terror tram makes all the difference in the world it really does because can... the last the last three years was just oh here's a walking dead advertisement don't forget it starts in two weeks and you better watch it because we need our money back <laughs> and then they just let you walk on the back lot and that was pretty much it so it's it's really cool to see that they're trying to hype that attraction up again because it's really unique and it's something no other park does. Yeah. I, I also think it's like looking at the kind of story for this new one, it feels like it's a reboot of the director's one because the story's actually kind of similar. Dude, um, it's pretty much the same thing. Paula <laughs> Rubinsky was just walking around the background. Yeah, no, he wanted to make a movie. But yeah. Universal was like, dude, you're fucking nuts. Hell no. <laughs> and so he pretty much hid in the back lot and kidnapped people who oh were in the back lot. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I, I haven't read much on the Terra Tram. Is it just one clown back there or is it just many of them? Like, it's many of them. Okay. It's one guy uh, trying to scare everyone. It's like, a cast, like It's a cast of 40 scare actors, I think. Dang. All at once. It's a lot of people. That's pretty good. Yeah. It's just the uh, one guy. <laughs> <laughs> he just runs around. <laughs> He's running to catch up to the... <laughs> to take a golf cart. Stop the fuzz! I had to use the bathroom, damn it. Wait, wait! So it's about the yeah. size of a, a normal house then. Scare no, It's the size of like 20 houses, yeah. to be honest. It's I'm not talking about like I'm talking about a number of scare actors. Oh. Uh, think of two casts all at once. Yeah. Instead of alternating, it's like that's 40, what I'm going for. Forty scare actors instead of just twenty in one house. Neat. Um. You know, everybody shits on the terror tram, and rightfully so. It became more of a marketing thing. Yeah. It became really. a glorified advertisement for The Walking Dead. It literally, it like like you said, Aaron. Like literally, it'll say like, "Oh, survive the Walking Dead," and then literally at the end of the video, it'll go and remember to watch the Walking Dead in October sixteenth. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, they keep, they Holy keep repeating it. I think it was back in twenty fourteen. You would see clips of the previous season. I think it was season four back then. Yeah, and then on the bottom, it would say in a not-so-subtle way, please watch it when it comes back on October 14th. Please clap. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but, um, that sounded like fapping, but anyways. Uh, <laughs> I'm not that excited. 
but uh, it would it would just be an advertisement, and then you would walk on the back lot, and there would be some zombies, some walkers, and then it ends, and you watch another advertisement, and yeah. that's it. That's really all it became. So it's cool that they're going back to classic Terratram formula. Uh, from what I've seen, from from props that I've seen that they're putting back there. It looks like it's going to be cool. It looks like they're doing something a little bit differently than they usually do. So that's exciting. And uh, I think overall this year is going to be really good. I feel like Murdy sat down and he's like, all right, this is what we need to improve on. And this is what we need to, we need to give the guests. This is what they want. This is what we want. And we're going to make this the best event possible. I honestly think it, it may be um, the best. It may event. be. Hopefully our expectations aren't too high. Yeah. But, you know, that that's always going to happen. But it's still exciting that both our events have such great lineups. Mm -hmm. Like you guys have said before, there's no weak house. Yeah. I know a lot of people are like The Walking Dead in Orlando, but, I mean, it's that's all seasons. Yeah, they can, legit. Like, they can just use all the best scenes. Like Yeah. I don't think that house is going to be bad. Mm -mm. And, and it's in the soundstage, so that has yeah. some more, like, more of an advantage compared to the I think both events have potential to be, like, the best uh, year ever, like, yeah. potential at least. Yeah, I think they really knocked it out of the ballpark this year. So kudos to them for doing that. Yeah. Because it's, you know, <laughs> all of you guys yeah. know and people who listen to us know a lot of the hardcore fan community kind of these past few years, they kind of set their discussion towards, all right, this is what they did wrong. And this is why Horror Nights sucks. Yeah. yeah there's, there's people yep. out there that shit on Horror Nights just for like one house, like not naming any names, but say Texas Chainsaw Massacre is announced one person. And, we've, like, and it's been two, it's like the second time we've gotten it throughout the entire Horror Nights yeah like and event back in like what 2007 2007 it's it's a good yeah. time it's been gone yeah. long enough for it to come back in time it's hollywood's the only event that's actually had it multiple times yes. 2008 and, and 2012 and now people are going to argue that he's been in like some scenes like some of the directors like dying yeah. on like dying that doesn't like, count though it's in like yeah I mean, that doesn't like, count super creepy yeah like, that's legitimately terrifying. A large yeah. man wearing someone else's face coming yeah. at you with a chainsaw. <laughs> what a chainsaw? Going, <laughs> just a normal Texas. day in East LA. That Texas, brings up a good point. Texas so, is crazy as hell. So, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is in a spring tent. <laughs> Wait, that's not normal? Chainsaws. <laughs> no. I still see that every day. Ed Gein. Ed well, Gein. maybe in Florida, but... It's not. <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, coming out of Walmart. But, yeah, I yeah, mean, Ed, fans kind of just shit on the event uh -huh. like that's that's what they get off on and that's that's fine you have every right to discuss what you want to discuss but i think it's kind of sucks or whatever yeah. that's messed up it's an unfair judgment on it yeah i think i think it's funny that fans kind of shit on both of them the past few years like oh you guys are uncreative you just do ips and then we have a year like this where murdy and a and d are kind of like you guys shit on us but you know what all these past years led up to this event like 
this is probably the best lineup ever. Yeah. For both events. Like, there's no weak house. So, David and Aaron, you guys aren't mad that you don't have any original houses this year? Uh, We're not used to original houses. We would like them, but... Yeah, I mean... Well, you can technically call this Terra Tram original. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that's a scare zone, though, right? Like, technically... I mean, Murdy... Murdy took it in the right direction, where he doesn't really like doing original houses... So instead, he's doing original takes on intellectual properties. That's yeah. fair enough. Yeah. On oh, the Hollywood man, Hollywood, which, which Orlando started in two thousand seven or two thousand six. With when did they do the thing? It's two thousand seven. Two thousand seven. Assimilation. I think we did. Yeah, that it was the it was yeah. the sequel to the original. We did that with AVP, right? Yeah, yeah, but uh, I'm just saying, Wait. Orlando kind of started that trend. Yeah, 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 yeah. AVP I, was aliens, dude. I would, <laughs> I would arguably say that doing giving an original take on an IP is sometimes better than just doing the IP. It is, yeah. Because you you actually get to go into more more detail with that. E- even though experience just the IP is cool, but you get to see more of it, and it's it's not like. It's awesome going through, like, oh, yeah, I remember watching this in the movie. Now I'm walking through the movie. But you get to walk through it and be like, wow, this is my own experience. Like, it, it makes it more intimate because it's yeah. something nobody else can experience. Exactly. Like in Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Murdy was saying uh, one location fans always wanted to see in the movie was Leatherface's room. Like, how would that look like? This dude cuts off people's faces yeah, and eats I- people. <laughs> I think I think being in Hollywood and so used to IP mazes, and then looking at Orlando and all these amazing like um, franchise original mazes, like Shady Brook and Body Collectors, and that it, you do kind of get a little bit envious, and you, you kind of want it to kind of come over to Hollywood a little bit. And I know that I've kind of resounded to the fact that that will never happen while Murdy's of director of uh, Hollywood, but it, it's. I think, I, like Aaron said, it's great seeing that John does take some original twists on on concepts. Like even with Insidious, he changed a few like scenes and stuff like that around. Um, but it's kind of sad at the same time because there's some great ideas that you can kind of bring about and be original with. So it's kind of like a Cash twenty two. Like it works both ways, and you're not gonna get you're not gonna get an original maze in Hollywood. I I think it's kind of sad, but at the same time, when Murdy brought this event back, he even said, "I want to be different from every other Halloween Horror Nights event, and I'm just gonna focus on bringing movies to life because we're a real movie studio, so Which it only is- makes sense." Which is why I don't mind it so much because I understand his reasoning behind I it. Mean, but then we we have not. They have thirteen mazes. That's like thirteen original mazes we can choose from. Which is, <laughs> I guarantee I mean, you, if Orlando ever had a year with no originals, everybody would freak out, and a lot of people would be really mad. Yeah, yeah they would be they mad. They would say A and D's uncreative, and then they would buy their frequent fear pests and then spend a lot of money. Yeah. And then afterwards, shake their fist firmly and say, that event sucked, even though I spent like $400 on it. Uh-huh. But um, 
yeah, the irony, right? <laughs> but um, yeah, I think that's my total view on both events. Okay, for John, his most anticipated house is Halloween. <laughs> Obviously, shit, that's a surprise, dude. Uh, Ghost Town is the second. Third is mm. The Exorcist. He has a weird list. Fourth, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Fifth, Krampus. Sixth, American Horror Story. Seven, Tomb of the Ancients. Eight, Lunatics Playground. And nine, The Walking Dead. Hmm. So. I mean, okay. we're all entitled to our own opinions. Yeah. <laughs> you're wrong. Yeah, you're wrong. John's wrong. No. Yeah. Just, just I, what make I opinions lit again. Okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> Let's see how wrong you are, Angel. Okay, for mine, mine... This should be good. Mine is weird as well. Walking but I feel... <laughs> yeah, The Walking Dead is my most anticipated. Um, I feel these four, <laughs> these four houses can be tied to be House of the Year. No joke. Um, the Walking Dead. <laughs> it, Halloween 2, Ghost Town, The Exorcist, and two of the Ancients, I feel, are going to be really tied together. As like, Where's the Walking Dead? Get to that. As, um, as like the most, as like the most scariest, most oh, wait, like, scares. Like it's the scariest houses. Um, Halloween two, yeah, it's. I mean, you guys did bring up some fair points. You know, it's just going to be Michael Myers coming out, but that's that worked. Out. <laughs> that I worked out me. with um, the one in twenty fourteen, and if it's not broken, don't fix it. So. And, and the fact as well that he's in the parade building, it there's more, I guess, more of an environmental. Um, you just, you're more in that world of Haddonfield and in the hospital. That's what I'm trying to get. So I, I feel Halloween too, bringing the scares of the sprung tent and then incorporating the huge environment aspect can be such a real can be a really really scary maze. Um, Ghost Town, I mean Ghost Town Western Ghosts. And the lightning uh, flashing, guiding you throughout the house. That that could be uh, very successful. And wait, they're gonna flash at you? I didn't know that. Yeah, they're gonna flash. <laughs> yeah. Out. Holy shit, dude! It was the west. So they, dude, they're gonna they're gonna lift up their shirts. <laughs> I wish <laughs> they should have a red dead Easter egg. Where it's just two two people yelling at each other. It's just oh our gameplay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yelling at each other. You just see Mexican cowboys cursing you in Spanish. <laughs> and they have to fight off zombies. Yeah. <laughs> but anyhow, Ghost Town, I feel that's such a really cool original concept. And just to be in that environment as well, it can be very scary, especially with the lightning. Uh, you know, completely... Illuminating the entire house. Um, Exorcist, again, y'all brought up some fair points, but it, it brings that creative freedom in which it kind of motivates Aiello. Okay, how can we do this and like fully capture the essence of the film despite it being in one room? And it, it just makes them much more creative. Just, just to chime in a bit, do you think it takes away from the authenticity? If Ayalo starts creating original scenes for it, with this being well, The Exorcist has an exception only because, again, it's only dedicated to one room, and it's really hard to pull it off. So you kind of have no choice but to create some original scenes for that, and that makes The Exorcist mm -hmm. again 
unique and kind true, true, kind of on I, on its own as as a maze instead of it just being literally based off the film itself. Kind of like Cabin I, in the Woods, for example. That that's true, but I mean, at the same time, people are excited for The Exorcist simply because they want to relive what happens in yeah. the movie. Yeah, especially if you get ones that are like hardcore fans, they'll go in there and be like, "What the hell is this?" It, it's just yeah. me personally. I'd see more creative freedom makes them much more creative and I guess clever with whatever they want to come up with. I really hope this doesn't end up being disappointing because, like, a good ten percent, a good ten percent of um, you know my whole expectations for this are saying it might completely the whole idea of it might just uh, suck. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like for Exorcist, it's for Aiello. It would be a passion project. Yeah, we know when Aiello does a passion project, he puts his heart and soul into that maze. I mean, like look at Halloween and that one House of the Year, and American Werewolf in London, both one House of the Year. And so I feel like if enough of passion is put into the maze, then people that are hardcore like you know oh, sh- what, what's all this creative stuff doing in here like or all this stuff that wasn't in the movie what's it doing here they can just look past that and and going in you know creating this maze he has to know and understand okay excuse my language for this okay how do i not fuck this up and make it completely great and scary for everyone for the hardcore fans and for the general public yeah i, I wasn't saying it was going to be bad no, no, Just no. Because I, it's I, an I get original your point. Take. I get your point. Uh, I, something Murdy brought up, which I really find fascinating, is that uh, something with The Exorcist, it's easy to start coming up with your own scenes, like that thing with the mattress and the vomit on it. Mm-hmm. Like, there's artificial ways to scare people or gross them out, like very easy ways with a property like that. But what Murdy's trying to do is he wants you to experience what somebody would experience if they went through that situation, having somebody uh, possessed by a demon and watching an exorcism. It's a really uncomfortable feeling, and I guess that's kind of what he's going for. Uh, What did he say? I think he said the priest is going to be in there, and he's going to be reading out of his Bible, and all this shit's going to start like flying around. That's going to be true. That would be insane. Uh, so I really respect that, that he kind of put his foot down and said, all right, we're not just going to go crazy with this and do our own thing. We're going to try our hardest to translate this movie into a haunted attraction. Mm -hmm. And we are going to try to make these people feel like they are witnessing a real exorcism in front of them. And that's kind of terrifying to me, uh, more so than just having you rub your shoulder against vomit on a mattress that shouldn't be on the wall. But um, that's just me. Fair point. Fair, fair point. I don't know. Like I said, you know, I, I really hope it ends up being successful and scary. But then again, there's like a part part of me saying it, it's going to completely fail. I, I hope that doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, both of them have brass for trying to do that i'll give them that yeah (laughs) that's that's not easy anyhow uh for i say tomb of the ancients as well can be tied with house of the year just for the fact that it's claustrophobic and sprung tents out of all the houses i've been in sprung tents those are one of the scariest 
I've I've always gone in. So I, I have no doubt that Tomb of the Ancient will be successful. That's um, on my uh, top. <laughs> Um, that, of all the mazes, uh, Horror Nights Orlando, that's the one I'm hoping gets a walkthrough video from like Inside the Magic or whoever gets permission to film it. You guys can't record, can you? Like, all you can only upload two minute clips. Badly. They can't oh, upload. I think they have to do highlights like in the mazes. Someone, yeah. someone always finds a way though to do them all. Yeah. yeah somebody uploaded. Yeah, but I want like good quality, not like black and grainy. <laughs> yeah, I, I see why they don't allow to record but i maybe i think each year i forgot who mentioned this but i think each year it'd be really cool if they would like sell a dvd of all the walkthroughs of each house like that would be cool like hd walkthrough aaron i don't think i don't remember if i told you i got into a conversation with john murdy on twitter about like recording in in Mm -hmm. uh mazes and i it, it wasn't me that started it but he was talking to someone else and i just mentioned that well, for us who have been that year, those mazes get taken down, and we like most of the time we don't see them again. So it's a great right, way yeah. to build our memories of that year and how great the set design was. Yeah. For and he he basically responded, where it's just like, I can understand that, but at the same time, like it 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 takes away the feeling of actually being there. Mm-hmm. And I I I also understand that, but you got to imagine that not everyone can go to these events, but they want to see what these mazes are like and uh, yeah. for them to live vicariously, even if it's just it, not the ex- full experience, but they get to see how amazing this and how much work goes into these sets and costumes and that. So I, I, under- I understand that prerogative. The problem is that most of the general public is going to see a video of a maze and they're going to say, Oh, this isn't scary. This event sucks. We don't need to go to this. Which I can understand, yeah. Most people who don't go to these events don't understand watching a video and actually being there are two separate things. It's completely different. Yeah. Yep. It's and like watching a POV of a roller coaster. Well selling exactly. selling POVs would be cool. Honestly, that's something only hardcore fans would buy. I don't know how much money they would make off of that. I mean it's not that expensive for them to even make i mean yeah it's a theme park though they need to make profit out of it so it's going to be like yeah. 25 bucks yeah i mean well, people would buy it like that's the thing though i think you know i would buy it i know I dude would i wish it. they would do another special like they did with the travel channel that year oh, <laughs> oh yeah, oh, yeah. I, I think like 10 years from now when you want to go back and watch i got that mvhs from lucky ass of the ancients or something you have it on dvd and hd so so, um, yeah, Angel, continue with your list. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I, I have I have good vibes about this house. Um, sprung Tent, again, it can be very claustrophobic and cramped, and it works for Leatherface because he can blend in with the darkness as well. And, yeah. Um, and what was the other one? Oh, Dead Man's Wharf. Uh, Dead Man's Wharf, I hope for the best. It's just that the Angel, area... You're acting like it, someone died. <laughs> The area it's in, the whole San Francisco area, just, I don't I don't know. I, I just I'm not feeling that like environment for that. Well it makes I, sense I, since it's kind of like a boat area. Yeah, I, I get that, yeah. but, but still it's literally the wharf. I was about to literally I was about to say it's literally next to a pier. Yeah. It, yeah, I get that, but then again it's just funny. 
People think that the boat is just part of San That's Francisco. That's what ghosts ride, Aaron. They ride half boats. People oh, took Who's in front of it. It's so funny. Ghost ship. <laughs> ghost. Oh, shit. I don't, I don't know. I just I hope for the best of it. I really do hope that impresses me as well. And, yeah. Um, I'm really nervous about it. the boat because I can already picture something happening. Keegan's like, like, I can't drive it. <laughs> people... I guarantee you, people are be go- people are gonna be going in there because I I don't think it's gonna be open to the public anyway. Oh, uh, how much how much you want to bet they're gonna people are gonna be picking at that boat and try to freaking screw it up? They might yes. actually climb on top of it because I think oh. there's a way to get on top. That's even worse. <laughs> Dude, no, that won't that won't happen. The officer will get to them. He's gonna yeah. someone's Green. gonna scream scream to the people. Hey, look! I'm the captain now. Harambe. People climb on the show <laughs> that. No, we're gonna reenact Titanic, Angel. <laughs> No, I don't want. I don't want to. You're gonna go up to the front, and I'm gonna hold your arms out, and then I'm gonna push you off. <laughs> Why? The way Titanic should have ended. <laughs> okay, um, let's get to the uh, the VR. The oh boy. Do we, do we even want to call it the Extreme House? No, it's an upcharge experience. Upcharge, yeah. Upcharge. Okay. Oh. This is. This is something else. Um, <laughs> so for forty nine ninety nine, you can. It's optional. You don't have to do this. Um, you have to do it. You have to now. You're um, doing it. Screens. You can pay for an upcharge experience, <laughs> which is technically the tenth house. Um, two weeks in. No, actually, in the third week into the event. Sorry. Um, and this experience is virtual reality, so you're gonna be wearing. Yeah, they haven't even confirmed what type of VR is it, have they? It's not Oculus. It's it's virtual reality. It's but like there's they haven't confirmed if it's Oculus or. Mostly, it's not Oculus. It's oh. a it's a company called VR Gaming. I think. Yep. Yep. That's they it. have a picture up of what the headsets look like, don't they? It looks. Yeah, it's, it's called VR Gaming. Okay. Well, basically, the subcharge house. Uh, you're gonna be wearing uh, virtual reality headsets, and you're gonna walk through, and it's a VR experience, basically. That's pretty much it. Um, and it's the whole upcharge experience, it's called the repository. And uh, repository. Like a... okay. <laughs> okay. Well repository. Yeah, the, the interesting thing about it is that there are gonna be scare actors in it. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Yep. So, what they do, like, touch you what's, or something? What's uh. our overall thought of this? Is it a good idea? Is it a bad idea? Um, if this if this is successful, will other haunts do it? Will Horror Nights do it again? Will it be profitable? Your you guys, what's your take on this? Too expensive. Um, yeah. Yeah, I okay. think that the experience overall just seems. Ooh, a Dalek. It seems kind of dull. Um, like there's, I don't want to there's a lot more opportunity. David, David's working. Continue. Like, oh. Had, like. Oh. <laughs> Is that the pop? Like, it's a figure. That's the pop. Isn't no, it's, it? not. it's not. There's wheels on it. Oh, never mind. Continue. Sorry. <laughs> Continue. For, for, it'd be a whole different story. Hoverboard. There you go. <laughs> Those things are gay. But they, um, it'd be a whole different story if, and it would explain <laughs> the high price if they were using AR instead of virtual reality, um, and it, it would give the characters kind of a better reason to do what they do because you can actually see them. Because, um, honestly, I think 
what would be interesting is if what would happen if you just took off your headset and walked through the house. Like, would, is it even gonna Jesus be Christ. Turn, Turn that down. down. Turn Who's that playing down. that? Who's playing that? Who Turn the hell's down. playing dicks out for Harambe? <laughs> it wasn't me, I promise. Damn it, Kane. We see your face. <laughs> Fucking Kane. But yeah, I, I don't think. How could I do it? Dicks out for Grodd. Anyhow, Keith. you don't need to take it out. He just does it telepathically. <coughs> oh my god. Okay. Continue, Keegan. I don't think I'll be doing the repository. Um, repository. <laughs> Damn it. Whatever it is. Res respiratory. <laughs> no, it's not respiratory. I'm joking. <laughs> <The> respiratory. <laughs> you you have it right. Experience. Oh, shit. You better bring it down, boy. It seems interesting. Like... If that is, like, if the actors and characters do touch you, I think that's kind of, that's... Naughty. Around. Yeah, well, it's kind of a dumb excuse, honestly, because you if you're going to see them, though. Time, yeah, it's weird. All the way where you could see them, and you could actually see the house itself, rather than to see a screen, you know? Um, I was very skeptical about it, uh, the announcement when I first heard it, and then I got to try out Oculus Rift myself. And I know it's not Oculus Rift level of uh, virtual reality, but Oculus Rift was extremely uh, unsettling. I did two experiences on it, which was the guest and the boogeyman. And when when you say uh, extremely unsettling, do you mean in a good way or bad way? In a like horrific way. Okay. All right. Like it was just it was very immersive, and it was very. Um, if it, if it was what Universal was using, then I would actually be for it. But since it's not on that level, it's I don't see it doing very well. And the fact that it's a $50 price tag on top of the, uh, the already like paid price of the ticket and everything, yeah, I, I don't I don't think they're going to make a, uh, a good investment, to be yeah. honest. But I can see other parts using it. Uh, if it's popular enough. And uh, I can see a lot of people trying to incorporate that, which is a little unfortunate, because I'd rather be in an actual set. But, you know. That's that's my point with it. It's, you know, you're, you're paying over $100 to go into uh, nine houses already completely immersive, like you're already in this different world. You're going to pay another 50 bucks to put on headsets in a different world that isn't real, yeah. In a room where that's a lot more immersive than what you're seeing with your eyes. And fifty dollars, it is too much for it. Um, and it's just, yeah. I mean, it, like Aaron pointed out uh, before, it, it's a gimmick. It, that's all it really is, and it's just, I don't know. It's just, I'm not as hyped up for it as you know as. How people are with oh my god you know virtual reality haunted houses wow I just it's the future it's the future um it's just you know I I feel with virtual reality you don't need that to go into haunted houses where you're already in, immersed in this world and yeah I mean because at, at times too when you're immersed into that world you you are mistaken and uh you tend to believe like oh wow is am I actually in this place like Aaron pointed out. Um, with the effect of the insidious, that um, that immersion works so much better, you know, 
in you know in I guess real real life I don't know how to completely word it out perfectly but you know with the VR screen yeah it's all around you but it's not real and you know it's not real because you have it on your head and you're I mean you're just looking around through a through a screen and that's really it and you know augment augmented reality that I guess that's I don't know R yeah. AR again it works better because it's just much like it's kind of like it's much more immersive as well, but it takes place in the entire environment around you. And yeah. virtual reality, it just it just covers your eyes, and it's just you're looking at a screen like okay, you know, trying to make out where you are or who's in front of you, or and that, that's the other thing too. You won't be able to see who's all around you at all. So uh, don't don't some systems go. <laughs> Other heads that they'll, they'll show up as people. I have no clue. From what I've heard, the marketing might be a little misleading. So it's more, <laughs> it might be more augmented reality than virtual reality. Oh. So. Then that. Who knows? If, if it goes that route, then I'm more optimistic towards it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it's still worth fifty bucks though. No, that price oh, hell no. is a little too much. Hell no, mm -hmm. way too much money. The bucks. problem is with a real set, with that level of immersion using real tangible things, it's scarier and it's worth your money. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Whereas just looking at a VR screen or whatever it's going to be, it's I don't want to say it's cheap. But it's not. It's not an experience that's worth fifty bucks. It's just you a, get what I mean. It's just gimmicky. It's yeah. something you can experience at home, and mm -hmm. I think that's the problem. You can even experience it with Resident Evil. Shut, shut up. <laughs> I do want that though. But anyways. Vic, do you have any thoughts on it? Yeah, yeah, not worth it. Not worth it. Not worth that fifty not bucks, worth man. It. Sorry, I'm back. Thoughts Especially on the amount of price you're paying it's with your your admission and express if you want express, and then on top of that, yeah. fifty bucks, and then you gotta buy food and then <laughs> any merchandise you want to buy. Oh, yeah, no, thank you. I'd rather just get a neat jacket. <laughs> Yeah. Kane's like, I want a greaser jacket, like Vamp 55. Greaser. <laughs> they better have a Travolta vampire. I'd swear. Hopefully. Oh my god, I'm praying, Victor. I hope <laughs> they have the four seasons as vampires. <laughs> mm. uh... Dude, they better play some uh, Back to the Future stuff. That would be great. Yeah, Tim Burton's going to be in there. I, I'd be very surprised. If who? Tim Burton. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy, your thoughts on the respiratory, I mean, repository. <laughs> um, sorry, I'm eating pizza. Um, ah, that sounds good. Um, Sell out. So, the repository, in my mind, is just too expensive. Wait, 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 wait. What's on your pizza? But anyways, back to respiratory. The respiratory. Um, repository. Sorry. Repository. <laughs> 
repository is um I, I, said this, uh, I said this before it's just too expensive for what you're getting uh, if it is augmented reality that would be cool but um, from marketing it looks like virtual reality so um, yeah 50 bucks an upcharge for VR just I'm not probably gonna do it um, maybe I don't know but um yeah I yeah I'm not gonna judge it too much until I actually see like some reviews on it or something or. Someone just die. Uh, my dignity did, but um. <laughs> well, we know that. That died long ago. That died really long time ago. <laughs> yeah, it's just my will to live, man. <laughs> but yeah, that's my that's my input Same. on VR. Yeah. Um, oh. Oh, I'll oh, say yeah. that right now. Okay. So, uh, th this is the end of the podcast, right? Yeah. 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 Um, Jeremy Films and I, uh, from September 16th, actually, no, from August 28th to November 1st, or no, October 31st, we will no longer be associated uh, with Horror Nights Updaters for the time Good. being because we both were... <laughs> We both work for Universal Studios as scare actors, so ooh, boo. Yeah. So wow, you uh, scared me. That was dude. Just look at my face. I mean, like ah. Uh, we will temporarily not be a part of Four Nights Updaters, just to let you know. So I'm gonna miss you guys. We won't. Yeah. <laughs> like how Angel's the first one to say that. <laughs> we truly have corrupted Angel. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're done, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Thanks for so listening, time, guys. Thanks. Thank you. Yep. See you all next time. Hopefully, we will be back with reviews of the houses, and that's pretty much it. So, <laughs> like, we really have never done those. So, <laughs> we hope, hopefully, we make our promise. Hey, I get my house reviews out. You guys slack off. I did reviews for them. I know I did one I year. I did too. I think I've it's done them Remember when we <laughs> one year? Yeah, reviews 2013. For, 20, for 2013 and nothing happened? I did it last year for Pop. Well, I didn't do it for HGL. Anyhow, um. thanks. thank you guys for listening, and we will see you very soon. See you later. Bye. 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 Peace, guys. Bye.